You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Locked on Bucks. It's Frank Madden joining you following the Bucks' win 18 112 double overtime loss into Toronto. It's an edition of Locked on Ugh, or Locked on Gah. And I don't know how many different uh, painful vocalizations I can make to simulate what it was like watching this game. Um, I, I Really, two ways to, to look at this game. One, the Bucks blew a golden opportunity to really kill off this series. Uh, I mean, you go to two overtimes, obviously you're going to have your chances. Um, this was obviously an opportunity for the Bucks to, again, to go up 3 nothing. And as much as they trailed really seemingly throughout the game, they barely led at all um, throughout this game. Um, you had two chances in overtime, you know, to, to have a, an ability to put this Raptor team away, put them down 3 nothing. Kyle Lowry ended up fouling out. Um, Norm Powell ended up fouling out. Powell was really good tonight, 19 points on 13 shots. Lowry was, you know, Lowry, certainly a lot better than Fred Van Vliet, who was one out of 11 uh, from the field. And even with all those opportunities, the Bucks just could not get out of their own way offensively. And uh, the Bucks' terrible offense, the Raptors' excellent defense, I think is, is going to be the storyline of this game. The Bucks' defense was great to the point of, you know, giving them this opportunity. And... I mean, all you need to know about the Bucks' offense is that Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Eric Bledsoe combined to hit 11 out of 48 shots. 11 out of 48 shots. Uh, I don't know what that is offhand. It's under 25%. And in spite of that, <laughs> on the road in Toronto, the Raptors somehow didn't win this game by 20, which is kind of remarkable. Kawhi, uh, again, had to work really hard, but... He was uh, the best player on the court for both teams, 20, 36 points on 25 shots, um, nine rebounds, five assists. Pascal Siakam shook off his struggles. He outplayed Giannis offensively, at least tonight. Giannis was massive defensively, but Siakam clearly got the better of him overall. 25 points, 11 rebounds, three steals uh, for Siakam. Did miss some really critical free throws that gave the Bucks the lifeline they needed to get into overtime, but... The Raptors' best players just were a lot better than the Bucks' best players. Um, they gave a steady diet of, of double teams and just building building that wall on Giannis, uh, forcing him to be a passer, seven assists, so he did that. And defensively, he was incredible. I mean, 23 rebounds, four blocks. He was huge in 45 minutes. But ultimately, he fouls out on a really marginal kind of play. It was kind of one of the old Andrew Bogut charge draws um, or, or Urson charge draws where you move your feet with the guy as he's dribbling and you kind of beat him to his spot. Uh, again, you don't have to be like stationary. People think, I think people always 
think that you have to like just be standing perfectly still to be able to draw charges. You don't, especially when you're defending your guy with a live dribble. Um, but on a kind of very, you know, kind of bang bang play, he ends up fouling out early in a, the second overtime period on a Pascal Siakam drive, and that was it for Giannis in this game. And that obviously um, was, you know, a turning point. Obviously, you lose Giannis. Um, you know that that outweighs and the losses that uh, that the Raptors had in terms of uh, Lowry and and Norm Powell and and from there the Bucks just again had some chances um, but too many mistakes um, offense running through Chris Middleton a ton way more than I think he was ready for he was just bad offensively three out of sixteen shooting uh, three assists but three turnovers. Uh, the Raptors really pressured him on the ball. And, and again, it's kind of like, with, especially with Chris, given how often he's going to be guarded by Kawhi, it's also really difficult to expect him to, I mean, if Giannis is playing poorly against Siakam, Kawhi guarded Giannis tonight a lot as well. But, um, you know, Middleton just was not ready to, to bear the load of, of the primary creator for much of the two overtimes. Giannis was playing off ball. I don't know if he didn't want the ball or if they just didn't want to give it to him, but um, he obviously struggled. Eight turnovers as well. This was a much worse performance from him offensively than what we saw in that game one against the Celtics when you know he ended up with, what was it, 20, 21 or 22 points on 21 shots, something like that, because he had some threes tonight. Didn't hit a three. Two out of seven from the line. Um, really could not count on him to kind of do anything, and the Raptors were um, really good. I mean, they defended him really well. They were physical with him. I mean, he got popped in the eye on a you got hit in the face twice on one play in the fourth quarter where eventually they called a foul, but not on when he got knocked in the face twice. Uh, and that was kind of the, I guess, sort of a summary of the game. You know, Giannis just getting kind of battered um, by by the multiple guys he was seeing and um, really didn't, um, the, the Bucks really didn't come up with anything better to get him loose um, as the game went on. Giannis had a nice spin for a layup on the first play of the game and then um, thereafter didn't score until kind of a quick burst on two breakouts midway through the second quarter. But other than that, um, didn't, didn't score at all in the third quarter, didn't get a free throw until the fourth quarter. Um, just a really poor out night from him offensively again, made some nice passes, but I mean, he had eight turnovers. The Raptors really swarmed him and stripped him and, uh, prevented him from doing kind of what we're used to, to seeing him do. So, um, you know, this was a microscope game for Giannis in terms of, you know, Again, in the whole matchup of Kawhi versus Giannis, the, the two best players, uh, obviously Kawhi just obliterated uh, Giannis in terms of production tonight. And again, that was with Giannis being just a monster on the defensive end. Uh, 23 rebounds, uh, four blocks, a steal. Um, you know, Siakam went right at him a lot tonight. I thought I was smart. Um, Giannis blocked him once or twice. Uh, but overall, Siakam had a good night, you know, 25 points on 18 shots, especially relative to what we saw from him previously. I thought it was smart of Siakam to really go at Giannis. And um, he didn't really have foul trouble. It kind of snuck on me up on me that he had six, that he had five fouls when he got to overtime. But, um, you know, again, he played 45 minutes tonight. And given the way he plays, he's obviously going to pick up fouls. So um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see kind of how Giannis reacts to this, but obviously the, the Raptors are going to do some of the same things. We'll probably see Kawhi guard Giannis more. If he gets him in the post, they're just going to double him immediately. Um, and they're just going to try to build that wall and, and force the bucks to, uh, you know, the other guys to make shots. And um, that happened for a lot of the night, but really again, not, not thanks to Middleton or Bledsoe. Um, I mean, Middleton again was, def I think defended very well. Um, I mean, three out of 16 is inexcusable, you know, nine points, nine rebounds, three assists. And the fact that the Bucks were relying on him to create 
late in the game. I mean, it just is just tells you everything you need to know about how poor everyone was playing that that they kept putting the ball in his hands. Um, did have a big play where he got his own rebound to to actually kind of force force overtime. Um, but overall, I mean, he's a minus thirteen. Giannis was a plus three. Uh, Bledsoe and Giannis, interestingly, were the only positives from the uh, from the starters. Um, but other than that, I mean, you can kind of go down the line and, and just the Raptors uh, starters really outplayed the Bucks starters kind of really man for man other than, than Danny Green, who really struggled. But Siakam, certainly offensively, way better than Giannis. Um, Middleton, obviously, was was had nothing on Kawhi tonight. Uh, Gasol also bounced back, hit four out of eight threes, uh, 16 points, seven assists, five blocks. He got Lopez to bite on pump fakes as the game went on. And even though Brooke hit five out of 10, three out of seven threes and 16 points, um, you know, they were, they were better for, for what Gasol was able to do. And I, I was curious if Gasol was actually was going to get benched this game in favor of Serge Ibaka, but they stuck with him. He had a couple early threes and really thereafter, um, the Bucks got kind of spooked by that and, and that created opportunities kind of for the rest of the game. Um, and as for Bledsoe, man, I, I mean, he has had so many poor games scoring uh, that you just really worry. I mean, especially with George Hill and Malcolm Brogdon, we'll get to those guys in a second. Um, you really wonder, I mean, like, can you even afford to play Bledsoe sometimes late in games? And, and they shuttled him in and out during the overtime periods as they should have because both Hill and Brogdon were just so much more reliable in terms of being able to make shots and make good decisions. I thought the other night Bledsoe struggled with his shot but made a lot of good decisions tonight. Didn't happen. Costly turnovers. Um, again, his def- defense is always a plus, but uh, George Hill, I mean, seven out of nine shooting, 24 points uh, in 37 minutes. Brogdon, 20 points on eight out of 17 shooting, three out of eight threes. Um, you know, not as efficient night from from Brogdon, but compared to those other guys, Brogdon and Hill really were were the key guys. And, you know, again, the Bucks bench, 54 points tonight versus, let's see, 27 uh, from the Raptor bench. So, Again, really, the, the starters just didn't hold up there into the bargain for the Bucks, and the bench really gave them a chance, which seems kind of crazy <laughs> when you talk about how horrible the starters were. Um, but they they did give themselves a chance with uh, with the the bench unit. Um, do real quick three bucks, uh, three numbers, um, and then three good and three bad. I think we could probably just do a lot more bad than than good tonight. But um, I think three bucks again. Hill was was really effective. All night. I mean, he just made shots. The Bucks were seemingly kind of down um, by, you know, I don't know. It felt like the Bucks were down four to eight points for 95% of this game almost. Uh, they went down double digits early, clawed their way back in the game, and, and the Raptors really just didn't get big separation. They got another big late quarter shot at the end of the second from Serge Ibaka on a corner three um, that gave them a seven point lead hanging halftime. But uh, you know, you thought like, okay, like we'll see how the Bucks kind of go with this. We know that Bucks have more depth. So as the game wears on, hopefully the Bucks kind of uh, can take advantage of maybe the Raptors tiring a little bit, but even though the Raptors, you know, Kawhi 52 minutes, Siakam 51 minutes, even though those guys put in huge, huge minutes, um, you know, and, and we saw at the end of regulation, uh, they just couldn't put the Bucks away. They just could not kill the Bucks off. Uh, ultimately, in that second overtime, you know, again, the Bucks just too many mistakes. And I think especially, you know, the Raptor defense was just really aggressive all night, and the Bucks just really struggled to to manage that. I mean, again, just look at Giannis. I mean, really didn't get many opportunities to attack with any type of room. 
And then even when he, you know, was seemingly starting to kind of figure out how to make plays and pass and get other guys the ball, still has eight turnovers. I mean, again, like that, all you need to know about Giannis's effectiveness is 12 points, 16 shots and eight turnovers offensively. I mean, that, that just tells a story. And so, um, obviously, you know, for the Raptors to win, this is a, a huge shot in the arm for them. Um, they'll obviously have, you know, again, we'll see energy wise. I mean, both teams obviously putting in a lot of minutes tonight. Um, we'll see on Tuesday, obviously. I mean, again, you get a couple of days off or one day off here to recover. So it's not like either team is, is having to deal with a back to back or something like that. But, um, you know, again, I think if you're the bucks, you know, you're the, you have some positive to take from it, but overall, you know, three bucks, I can only really think of two guys who, you know, played real minutes and, and really kind of stepped up and, and deserved kind of mention. And that's, that's Hill and Brogdon. Um, again, those guys coming off the bench, giving the bucks that, that boost. Um, so maybe it's just two bucks tonight. Uh, maybe the third could be Giannis just because of the defensive effort he put in. Um, but overall, uh, just again, kind of remarkable that the bucks stayed in this game, a 93 offensive rating. I think they had an 88 offensive rating in that, uh, Celtics game, if I remember correctly. Um, but tonight, just that's just terrible, right? That's that's a really bad offensive rating. I mean, they should be in the hundred and teens typically, and tonight just nowhere close to that. And obviously, you have to credit the the Raptor defense a lot for that. And obviously, the Bucks also just just not adapting as the game went on and and not um, not playing the the way they usually are, are capable of. Obviously, you know, you look at just some of the you know, Giannis going two out of seven from the free throw line, not hitting a three out, out in three attempts. I mean, he just had nothing offensively other than when he was able to get a little bit of room and, and drive to the basket. And uh, obviously you have to give the Raptors a lot of credit for that. Um, three numbers. Um, again, I think the first one is just that Bucks offensive rating, just 93 offensive rating. Um, second straight game, they they are right around 31, 32% from three, uh, 14 out of 44. But uh, Toronto hit 17 out of 45. So again, you're minus nine from from three, which obviously hurts. Um, free throw line was was pretty even, and both teams really struggled on two two point shots. 41% for the Bucks, 40% for the Raptors. We're kind of, you know, you're used to seeing those kind of numbers from Bucks opponents, but typically that's where the Bucks really differentiate themselves with with Giannis in particular, and just being able to get to the rim and finish really effectively. But um, I was actually kind of surprised the Bucks still won the battle of the paint, 46 to 36. Um, I thought in the first half, it seemed like they had nothing going in the paint. It seemed like it was all threes. Um, but as the game went on, they were able to loosen that up a little bit. Um, but overall, you know, that's probably you can live with that, 46 to 36. But again, uh, the three-point line hurt them, 45 opponent, uh, attempts for Toronto, which isn't crazy for an overtime game. But, you know, they had guys make shots that, that they hadn't. In the first couple games, Siakam, two out of five. Gasol, four out of eight. That was a big one. Um, it was kind of interesting. You know, Reggie Miller kept saying, well, why is Brooke Lopez biting on pump fakes and, and putting himself out of position in the fourth quarter and overtime? It's like, well, because Gasol hit a bunch of threes. So that was the obvious reason why. Um, I see the argument where obviously, like, you know, if, if Gasol shoots a semi-contested three, you can kind of live with that. Um, but overall... He obviously uh, was much, much better tonight. Norm Powell had another good game, three out of five in 30 minutes. Um, and, and again, Bucks, Bucks bench, though, again, really outplayed the Raptor bench overall. Um, and so, you know, again, that's really the only reason you, you had a prayer um, in this game overall. Interesting, the Bucks won the fast break battle 29 to 18. Really didn't feel that way. It felt like the Raptors, like Kawhi got a couple like run out easy buckets off, um, you know, Bucks misses or, or turnovers. It felt like the Raptors, whenever they got breakouts, it was just easy dunks. Um, 
Bucks had to really kind of think work for it more. Um, but uh, again, you know, just uh, just not what what you would have wanted um, from the Bucks overall, just on many fronts. And I think again, just the turnovers, um, twenty team turnovers. Again, extra ten minutes of overtime kind of pushes that up a little bit, maybe more. But um, it just felt like you couldn't really trust the Bucks to to make good passes, to to not have those you know loose dribbles. Um, you know, Bledsoe five turnovers, Giannis eight turnovers. I mean, those are just killers. And and especially in a game like this where every possession is so precious, where you're not making shots, then also give the ball away cheaply, um, as the Bucks did over and over again. I think that was obviously um, you know, a huge a huge blow to the Bucks. Interestingly, Bucks actually had more steals. They had 14 steals versus uh, 11 for the Raptors, but 10 blocks for the Raptors versus five for the Bucks. Thought they were much more active, taking away the pain, the rim, especially in the first half than, uh, than we've seen in previous games where the Bucks kind of did that um, more demonstrably. Um, three good. I don't know if I can think of three good things from this game. Uh, the bench, obviously the obvious one, again, um, kind of picking up the starting unit, which obviously fell short tonight. Um, you know, the defense, again, overall gave them a chance. Um, you know, again, if you tell me the Bucks hold the Raptors to 98 defensive rating, I'll take that every game. Um, we've seen the Bucks be remarkably good at taking away what the Raptors want to do offensively, even in spite of a lot of guys having pretty good nights. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting, right? You think Siakam having a big night, Ka- Kawhi having a, a good night, um, Gasol, Norm Powell, these guys having like really kind of step up type nights that, you know, oh, well, the, this wasn't as good of a Bucks performance defensively, but actually, no, this was a, a great net, uh, net, net, uh, defensive game for the Bucks, um, and again they just couldn't pay it off because their offense was was so poor. Um, let's skip to the bads. I mean, again, I think just I think as far as the bads go, I mean, I, I'd start with Bledsoe just because this is like a recurring theme with him. Um, you know, the luxury of of having Hill and Brogdon is that you you have insurance against Bledsoe having poor outings. Hill and Brogdon both played more than Bledsoe, which is the way it should have been, but. Um, it's still painful seeing Bledsoe in there in overtime taking shots when he clearly doesn't have it. And again, I think the Raptors, you know, unlike Middleton and Giannis, who they really crowded and made life difficult for, they were kind of fine with Bledsoe kind of taking shots and, and having to do stuff. And um, that was rewarded because Bledsoe was was awful when you tried to really attack and, and make plays. Um, so again, 11 points on 16 shots just isn't going to get it done. And, and obviously... You know, especially given he's the only guy of the, the you know, the free agent to bees that you've already locked up. Um, you know, certainly I think at this point, definitely worrying that he has been only occasionally good in the last round and a half. Uh, he was good against Detroit, had, what, two good games, two pretty damn good games against the Celtics and three pretty nondescript slash bad games. And then this series now, three poor shooting nights, has done other stuff, but um you need more from Eric Bledsoe. And again, you know, when he's getting badly outplayed by Kyle Lowry, you know, you're just giving life to the Raptors that, um, that obviously based on the regular season, you think those guys should, should be much more even. Um, so again, Bucks poor offensive rating. I think a lot of ways maybe starts with Bledsoe, even though Giannis and, and Middleton are obviously the more high profile guys, you know, the more, more frequent uh, offensive options. Um, but obviously, um, those guys playing poorly. And, and again, those guys are the guys you're going to go to repeatedly. I mean, if this was about who was playing a while, I mean, Hill and Brogdon would have been the only guys you really trusted to do anything with the ball in overtime. But um, instead, it was a lot of Middleton. Bledsoe kind of got conned into trying to do stuff when probably shouldn't have. 
and Giannis was kind of MIA. I mean, this this was that this is this is the problem, right? This is one of those games where you know, like the Ryan Hollins types of the world, like they're going to point this and be like, oh, well, Giannis doesn't even get the ball. Like they don't even play through him. Um, and it was frustrating, right, seeing Middleton be the guy that you play through. And and again, he did get them into overtime, albeit. It was kind of fitting that he got blocked and then recovered the ball and put it back in with two seconds left. But, um, you know, overall, like Giannis was just not involved. And it seemed like in that kind of fourth quarter, he got going a little bit, um, did did get the ball a, a number of times. But again, it wasn't like they were playing through him. And I think especially like when the other team is is basically committing to double you when the post. I mean, you have to, I think, trust your superstar to draw the double and and. You know, again, trust that you can make the right plays and create openings for other guys. And um, to me, that was the big failure of of kind of the fourth quarter and, and overtime for me was they really seemed to lose faith in Giannis. And again, I get it in the sense that he was terrible offensively. Um, but in terms of like creating sustained advantages, I mean, playing just through Middleton, who was struggling to, to do anything. Again, especially with you know some of the perimeter defenders they can put on Middleton. To me, that was just a losing, a losing kind of approach as well. So um, again, kind of looking forward. I mean, um, you know, the 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 probably the, the worst news net net of this is that you know you've given the Raptors life. You could have um, snatched victory from the jaws of defeat if you somehow pulled this game out. Um, you know, they had to lead a couple times during the overtime periods, but never could sustain it. Uh, always seemed to be scrapping from behind and and ultimately in that second overtime just ran out of gas just looked overwhelmed by by the Raptors especially once Giannis went out so um, you know again I mean the upside is you obviously played well enough in those first two games that you have the two nothing lead and now you get back to work on Tuesday night and obviously um, the pressure again is on the Raptors to to win again they have to win to really kind of keep this series um, within touching distance but if you're the Bucks, you know you you wanted to win one of these two games and for as bad as you played, you did have a chance to to win this game on on Sunday night, and um, you know, unfortunately for them, they just they just couldn't do it, and their key guys just could not rise to the occasion. And then obviously, um, you know, easy to to say, well, you know, Giannis is not going to score 12 points in 45 minutes next game. Um, Middleton will not shoot three out of 16 most likely next game, and I don't know, Bledsoe, yeah, at this point, he probably will be bad offensively in terms of shooting. I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't think we can trust Eric Bledsoe offensively right now, but at a minimum, you can rely on, on Hill and Brogdon to, to continue doing what they do. So um, anyway, I think that's it for, for tonight. Uh, again, we'll maybe have time tomorrow with, with Eric. We'll see um, to to recap the um, the rock fight that was uh, was this game on Sunday. But uh, hopefully you survived it. Um won't have to wait long for, for game four, obviously coming up on Tuesday and obviously another chance for the Bucks to take another step closer to, uh, to the NBA finals. But again, two more, two more wins needed. And, uh, on Sunday night, uh, an opportunity lost to, uh, to move closer to that. So for Frank Madden, that's me, uh, for Eric name, who was not here, he's covering the game for the athletic check out Eric's piece on Monday. Uh, we will be back to talk to you soon. Thanks. <laughs>